0: You are listening to the Hello Sport Podcast. Welcome back to the Hello Sport Podcast. Home of unqualified opinion and unwavering bias. Back for another week. Uh, Obviously joined by my darling friend at my right today. Mm. Not in front of me, at my right. Edward Simpson, how are you? I'm very well, mate. Uh, Going back to basics, sitting on your right. I like it. Yeah, it's nice to see. But there there is a reason why. There is. Now, we promised at the start of this year 2020 was obviously the year of the punter and the dribbler. Yep. Content aplenty. Yeah. Yep. Not just your weekly uh, yarn, dribble and yarn, but yep. obviously focusing heavily on more interviews, not just with elite athletes, but also people who are just elite by trade. But also people that like their sport. Like their sport. Elite and like their sport. Yes.
1: So they're the two conditions. Now, with that in
0: mind, it uh, gives us great pleasure to introduce a friend of ours, friend of the show. Yeah, friend of the show. Uh, actor of both the stage and the screen. One a Brace- thespian. A thespian of
2: sorts. <laughs> Luke Bracey, how are you? I'm fantastic. Uh, thank you, Dad. <laughs> Thomas, congratulations. <laughs> cheers you. to that. Cheers. Let's, uh, cheers to that. Little Evie. Little Evie and uh, uh, Warrior S Stephanie. The Balkan Bulldog herself. <laughs> um, Edward. Always a pleasure. Never it's a pleasure to see you. And uh, most importantly, to all the Ps and Ds out there. Yes, all the punters mm. and dribblers.
0: You're one of the OG, the earliest punters and dribblers.
2: Oh, in I'm. I need a bib. Yes, you do. Need yeah. A, look, a uh, well,
1: bibs, bibs are coming. Bibs are coming. We do. Bibs on we, route. We've promised another bib to uh, Hugh Allerton, who's, who's a friend of the show, still and also give us some rosé. He owes us Rosina rosé, but he he also we I think owe oh, him a bib. Maybe there's a trade there.
0: I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Oh. I thought the ad was for the rosé, but that's all right. <laughs> by the by, sore point. We'll move on. Um, so for those of you that don't know, Luke, he uh, has acted in some big-time Hollywood movies, uh, Hacksaw Ridge, uh, Point Break 2 with Pierce Brosnan in November, November man. man feel free to shout out any of the big ones i may have left out GI Joe Silver Surfer with Dwayne the Rock Johnson <laughs> Silver yeah. Surfer Q. I don't know I it's just <laughs> a retaliation <laughs> <laughs> I
1: like I like The Ring of Silver Surfer. Dude, it actually sounded pretty yeah, good, but I think yeah. that oh.
0: might be taken from another movie. Well,
1: I think The Silver Surfer is Fantastic a comic Fantastic book fan. Fantastic yeah. Four? Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: Well, you know, I tried. But also...
2: Uh, Monte, Carlo? also yeah. Monte Carlo? Monte Carlo. If like, you boys love your rom-coms. We do love our rom-coms. Monte Carlo. Which we,
1: which we left off the list. We did. And that wasn't on purpose, no. like, I might have you know. That was a mistake. But for the P's and D's looking for a nice rom-com to carry them through out of a good bouncing, to allow them to bounce back... Yes. Yeah. Add Monte Carlo to the list,
0: and Best of Me. That
2: yes, is. That's a bit of a. That's a bit of a. It's that's, a
1: bit
0: of a sadder that's a one.
2: Sparks special. Yeah,
0: it's a bit sadder, but, but it's dripping but in rom com. Dripping in it's romantic a dripping comedy. In you and don't mind love a rom com. Oh, oh,
2: I actually did like my first proper one, uh, middle of 2019. I just filmed one, and that I had so much fun. C- what it was is? Great. Can
0: you? What? So what's the? Because this is. I. This is. We're allowed to talk about the movie. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So this is quintessential rom-com, which is what we've sort of spoken about, oh, where it's it like storyline is not really believable, but that's not the point. It's just about how these two good looking people get together, yeah. form a bond, separate for some reason, mm. but then are brought back together ultimately for a happy ending. And
2: you know what? To put the cherry on the top, to just make it a Hallow Sport punter and dribbler <laughs> rom com in its in its essence. Yeah, I play a golf pro. <laughs> Just a dribbler at a at a golf course oh, in Chicago And she meets you at the listen. course. No, I don't miss her meet her at the course, but like that's just that's just, that's just my job. Yeah. And so but is there is there
0: some sort of like I should have made it and there's some damage and pain behind those eyes No, in the it, golf pro
2: is That it... was that was more my backstory that I okay, used yeah, for yeah, the yeah. character. <laughs> and that wasn't more pain, it was more that he just couldn't be bothered. He was like, All right. He was like, Ah, I can't really be bothered going on the tour, mm-hmm. I'll just like make some money teaching rich people how to, how to hit, hit, hit a golf ball yeah content um, content in the simple life exactly exactly mm. no but it's a it's 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 a funny flick it's going to come out on netflix uh november 2020. and it is just, called it's called Holiday. now that's
0: because they go on dates okay you just give us a, I'll, a, I'll give you a little yeah, like rundown yeah, yeah.
2: so basically i and this guy called jackson um who uh he kind of opens on uh, i i my co-star is emma roberts and kind Love of opens. Oh, she's great. Well, one she's related lovers.
0: to one of the great rom-com queens exactly. herself, and Julia her Roberts. It's in it's her. In blood. her, blood. It's, in her
2: blood. it's in her blood. She's the queen of the rom-com. <laughs> oh, it's huge. Um, so it opens on us having these kind of awkward Christmases. So her awkward Christmas she's with her family, and they're a bit crazy. And it's that you know she's just broken up with someone, so she's getting a bit of sympathy and all that stuff. Her younger brother proposes to his girlfriend, and she's like, "Okay, this is." this is not a great Christmas. Younger brother as well. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then intercut with me and I'm on this date with this girl. And basically, before I walk in the door to this date, I'm like, your parents know this is just like our third date, right? Like, you know, and "Ah." And she goes, oh my God, like, I don't even think I told them you were coming. And I walk (laughs) in and they're in like matching Christmas sweaters. Jackson, you're so much more handsome than the photos. And I'm like, photos? And they're just this whack family. And it just intercuts between our awful Christmases. The next day, we go and um, exchange our gifts that we got at the mall the next day. And we run into each other at the line and we're just making fun of each other and, and some nice, you know, witty repartee. Flirt, just flirt. You, know, uh, you need some early Hepburn flirt. and Tracy stuff, just Love back it. and forth. And then we come up with this idea that Going on dates on holidays is ridiculous. There's so much pressure. It's just never going to work out. Is there a scene, can I just ask
0: you, where you're both standing there and you both start like saying, like progressing the conversation, like, and who really even needs a date anyway? (laughs) And then she's like, I mean, seriously, like what's going on? You go to Christmas and then like you're slowly like building. A little bit. Yeah, I love it. 100%. It's so good.
2: good. And so uh, we come up with this idea that we're going to be each other's holiday dates. Oh my God, it's perfect. So it's, 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 it's boxing day, right? Day after Christmas. So I go. Well, what are you doing for New Year's Eve? I've got tickets to this party. I just don't want to go and 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 have some chick go batshit because I don't drop a knee at midnight. And mm. she's like, uh, okay, fine. So that's how it starts. Right? Okay, great. and we go on from there, and then we progress through. We only see each other on the holidays. Like we don't talk in between the holidays. We only see. She's each other. your holiday day. Holidays. Yeah, holiday. So basically, Brilliant, unless dude. unless you've got unless something comes up, like oh, good, just let me know. But. After after kind of New Year's Eve, I'm like, so what about Valentine's Day? She's like, that's three months away. And then cut to Valentine's Day. Neither of us have dates. I run into her in the mall again, and she's run into her ex boyfriend. And I kind of save her. I'm like, you should have called me. You know what's going on? She's like, oh, it's just a bit embarrassing. I'm like that's the whole point of the holiday. Don't <laughs> have to be embarrassed. There's no judgment. It's just it's easy. Like brilliant. Being, you know, and, and then you know, there's there's a, there's a few this. little things going on. I say the wrong thing a little bit. Yeah. Um, yeah. And and it, then it just progresses. The next one's what uh, Saint Patrick's Day, and then it's easter and then it's mother's day and then it's fourth of july yeah. and then it's uh halloween and then, and then someone then... falls in love yeah, exactly yeah, yeah, yeah. like <laughs> we said this was gonna just be a holiday like some some stuff happens but I I i'm the, falling for you and i, can't I had the help scene it. with my maid at the golf course where i'm like mate, something happened man there was a there was a change there was a shift it's not pl- It's not platonic anymore They love They and, you know, love in the room. Do You've end? Do you, you, you got to have the best mate You've got to have the best, have the best, mate. best mate
0: And you do But they, they, they bond over some who, sporting shit yeah,
1: like, yeah, yeah, yeah The you best mate like you bond, bond Who's in goal the, goal the finals?
0: Who's playing in the NBA finals?
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly. exactly It's great And, and so do you
1: end the movie on holidays? We don't
2: want to ruin We don't want to ruin the movie But basically it progresses through Each of the holidays Throughout the year um, it's obviously it's American film, so there's Thanksgiving, and then it culminates on kind of the the last Christmas. I
0: predict, and I'm not going to say what I predict, but I predict that I know what how it ends in terms of like the whole. The, Mate, the, I can see it in my head the, already. The rom-com tropes, the things that get me bouncing back.
2: Yeah, yeah, why I love rom-coms.
1: What gets the P's and the d's back up to where up. they need to be, exactly. <laughs> ready to tackle another week Look, with gusto. Some Look, guys, it's some an
2: was... ice cold Coca-Cola and a and a dirty KFC. It's my go-to. DevOps. That's it. It's the best. That's what it is. It's the it's best. That is celluloid. That it's the best. Yes, and a happy
0: ending. I needed and Always. not a and I mean a, a true, you know. Oh, that was all good. I could almost fall asleep now. Mate,
1: if you, you know didn't know get a happy is. ending when you were trying to bounce back, it could it could be <laughs> the end here. <laughs> It could be the end of you, mate. I'm like, you know what I mean, you know Absolutely. It could be no, tough. No, you gotta to kinda have
0: an idea of what it is. Cause there are some I tell you what I've watched, dude, trying to bounce back. <laughs> fuck this was bad it was called like the english patient
2: or some shit oh what
0: the english patient <laughs> yeah, dude yeah who, and it dude, was,
2: like, also it's four hours long yeah
0: but, well i know that but i mean it was a full sunday right and it was ray Fiennes yeah burnt her on beyond recognition and yeah. <laughs> dies at the end and <laughs> oh i'm like God. i was like this is fucking horrible i was expecting like who? some like english like you know sex scenes and shit and it was like but i'm like the whole time ray Fiennes is in a bed like
2: Burnt so horribly He's a World War I'm II like... pilot And he's like <laughs> Saved in the north of Africa Man And was... once the French, na- French lady name Takes care of him I don't know But she was gorgeous oh. But then
0: everyone dies And I'm just like Oh Juliette my god. Juliette Manoche I don't fucking uh, know no, dude. I was trying all... to bounce back Did you but... get that you from all. Seinfeld no, dude, I just saw it, on like cycle, a, I saw it it on like a stand or a, or a fucking
2: or Oh, that's a balls.
0: <laughs> I didn't know what it was, dude. I just saw like two attractive people, English patient, could be a laugh. I think,
2: what's his character's name? Lawrence Caravaggio, I think his name might yeah. be something but, like that, which is one of the all-time like uh, pseudonyms. If you're looking to like not put your name down on something, Lawrence Caravaggio. What do you mean? Like if you don't want to put your real name down on a form or a hotel reservation or something like that, what a great suit. Oh, yeah, absolutely. A non diplom if you will. Oh, wow. Lawrence <laughs> <laughs> Caravaggio. Non-diplome. <laughs> Have you got a non diplom I do. Can, I we, do. can well, we hear I it? Mean, like, nah. We can't <laughs> hear non-diplome. Well, then it's not a non-diplome. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Well, take it and tweak something about it. <laughs> Maybe change a letter. Uh, it's got something to do with my parents' names. I know, okay.
0: I know what the non-deplum is, I think, yeah, I think yeah, we've seen yeah. that. Because he's had it on his, his Facebook once upon a time, I think. Not that anyone here, look, they might know. Yeah, now. yeah.
1: I mean, look, does Do my w- future hold a non diplom for me? So. I'd like to think I'd so. I'd like to
0: think that there is a non-deplum in my future. When I'm getting swamped by P's and D's. Yeah, it's Shane P. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Every day of the week. <laughs> what was Shane Keith's, what's his? what's his test number? That's a huge yeah, it's, it's got a three in it. That's, that's for sure. You know he's question. come out
0: with tequila, uh, with uh, gin. Shane shame S- wants 708 gin.
1: <laughs> but he oh gets away God. with it.
0: If of you want course. a baggy green, please send us in a bottle of 708 gin. You yes. yes. Can not guarantee a baggy green? Well, look, look I, mean, I
1: can guarantee you this. If you don't send one in, you won't get one. <laughs> <laughs> and then we'll go from there.
0: And we'll go there. But if you send one in, you've bettered your chances. Yeah, yeah, certainly, um, certainly. So also obviously you started uh, on the australian institution home and away could you just explain to the p's and d's how close you were to not even going to the audition like I, you've now had a fucking what 10 year career in acting yeah. and there was literally a point where it was like fuck man like it kind of happened just by
2: fluke yeah 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 i mean it was yeah i, I kind of the 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 Initial phase. The initial phase, yeah. It was never my plan to do this as a job. I mean, who like, I grew up on the northern beaches of Sydney. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, God's country. Go manly. Mm, go boys. manly. Fucking oath. Um, and I just... I mean, it's a ridiculous thing to think you're going to go and make movies in America. It, it's just ridiculous. And yes. I never thought of it. Never thought of it. Ever. Never wanted to do it. And I got asked to audition for Home and Away. There was, there was some cir- circumstances before that. Went to school with a bloke who's old man was involved in TV production and stuff like that. So um, he kind of put my name through to a casting agent in Sydney. Got a call one Thursday. I just, uh, it was a year after school. Got a call on Thursday saying like, hey, Luke, it's so-and-so from the casting agent. Um, We'd love you to come in and audition for Home and Away next Tuesday if possible. I said, ah, yeah, sure, no worries. Like Send me through the scenes and I'll learn them and I'll see you on Tuesday. As soon as I hung up the phone, I completely forgot about it because my parents were going away for a six weeks holiday on the Monday. And I've just left school, like seven months out of school, something like that. Housed myself for six weeks. It was, like, that was the only thing on my mind. Mm. It was calling you dribblers and saying, What time are you going to be there? I'll be home after dropping mum and dad off the airport at 11 o'clock. Mm. And got into it with some work on that Monday. Mm-hmm. Um, some other friends of the show came up and kind of said, My folks live up near kind of Palm Beachway. And, um, Oh, isn't Home and Away filmed up near here? I was like, Oh, you're kidding me! Oh, I've I'm supposed to go on an audition for that tomorrow, and I'm half cut. It's three o'clock in the afternoon. I go, Oh, screw it! I'm not going to do it. I, I I'm playing rugby. I was working with my daddy's He's got a construction company, a building company, home improvements company. I was like, Nah, screw it. And then a couple of boys were like, Nah, just call them up, see if you can just do put it. Put it back a day. Yeah, you know yeah. what's going on? I'm like, Okay, sweet. So I called him up, said, Oh, look, something's come up for work. Can I come in on on uh, Wednesday? They said, Yeah, no worries. Come in Wednesday morning and uh and so for the rest of the day I just got blind there was nothing I could do then and I woke up the next day and a couple of our mates were there and I just learnt the scenes and just said oh I'll try and sound like a human I went in on the Wednesday did the audition in the morning we went out that Wednesday night and I stayed in your living room at your old place
0: my parents Um, may have been away also yeah
2: well who knows (laughs) and I was rudely awoken after not enough hours of sleep to a phone call saying, Hi Luke, it's so-and-so from this casting agent. You got the job on Home and Away. Next day. Next day. Trey Palmer. Next day. Trey Palmer. Okay, of, was, Trey
1: Palmer. He, was, was he in a gang? No,
2: I was a lone ranger. Yeah, he, he was alone He
1: predated the rude boys. Oh, yeah. yeah
2: Blew yeah. up a bus? I attempted to. Attempted that, was, that was, that that was like, the end of my yeah, storyline. Yeah. But what I did in six months as a person, I mean, you'd lock him up. Yeah. Oh, fuck. Would, you would. He's I mean,
0: blowing up a bus... In, in Home and Away, blowing up a bus is sort of par for the course. Yes. In day-to-day life, like, that's one of the most, like, maladjusted human beings you'll ever come across mate, in your life. Mate, that's that many that's
1: life in Goulburn. <laughs> 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 you know what I mean? Like... <laughs> But Trey's probably at school the next week. Yeah, going, yeah, oh, like, go back. see the counselor. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, hell it
2: was, it was, yeah, it was. Um, my storyline was hilariously entertaining, really fun. They
0: are though. I again, look, it sort of, it sort of swims along the rom com vein for me it in does. Australia, oh, yeah. like yeah. Neighbours, oh, Home yeah. and Away. Like, I can find a lot of enjoyment in the storylines. The uh, do you know what my favourite thing about? you home were a Neighbours fan, weren't? Neighbours and Home and Away. My favourite thing about any of those shows is the wardrobe. Because it's like oh, I they had a dress leather people leather to look normal, and they oh, don't. It it's mm. almost like it's in, it's impossibly normal, but it just drives
2: me fucking up the wall. Leather cuffs. I had a couple. I had a couple. of you're leather shit loads Yeah, shitloads of them. Or you're
0: always yeah, in few. like singlets. I had a great. I had a couple of
2: great, like you know, like green or red T-shirt with like kind of a faded motor faux motorcycle company.
0: Yes. And like a fucking you know. necklace. There's yeah, just always I like think to... I had a, a
2: silver chain oh, necklace well, or something like that. It does my head. The hands.
1: P's and D's may not know this, but I also too was on Home and Away. Yeah. Uh, as, an get 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 out out extra, as an extra. Get out of here. As an extra. Right. Alarm. Alarm. So I'm an alarm. I'm an alarm. Um <laughs> tunnel buddies as it were. So <laughs> they used we used to go out there to fucking uh where was it Redfern?
2: Oh uh, was it you were at Redfern when I was on we were at Epping and then they moved to Redfern when yeah when I finished.
1: Yeah and they'd always be like, pack a bag of clothes, right? And they'd go, th- always sew in something a bit fruity, like a bit like the center. <laughs> So, you know, like, that could be like a, a bright blue T-shirt with a V-neck, that sort a of Hawaiian thing. And they would shirt.
0: always put you in it. Always. always right, so they, they're always going for that. Always, you need that, going you need for that, that Lord, punch. That, yeah, that yeah. punch. You need yeah, the yeah, punch. Yeah, yeah. yeah, and that's all of, all the wardrobe in all of those shows, is it's all punch. And yeah. that's why <laughs> I sit there and I'm like, oh my God, this is so, dude. I'm like Steph come check out this fucker's t-shirt oh my god did you uh did you
1: ever interact with the extras because it was always funny like in between scenes we'd be like fucking behind this cage or like grouped together like 30 sweaty individuals and there was always like old weird people that wanted to make it an acting thinking they were going to get picked up at being an extra. Right. Like you they might know know get I mean? a chance I mean, wrap, what's And his name? they Alf. they were always like, Oh yeah, they'll be doing afternoon tea, but you're gonna have to wait until um, you know, the main cast have gone through it. And so there was always this awkward five minutes to the end where there's a little bit of interaction where it's like, okay, it's time for you to go and get some food. The scraps. And there was some stragglers like your kind still hanging around, sort of <laughs> working their way through what was left and there was this awkward interaction where you said they were forced to talk to you, but then there was guys that were super keen to talk to them. I mean, Did you I, have any of that?
2: I mean, I don't remember it all. I mean, I still like you. Obviously, still work with Accessorial there through obviously every job you do, and there's this kind of there is something about it because there are some dribblers. Yeah, there are some absolute dribblers. Absolutely, I had a guy actually filming holiday the first, <laughs> the first day of filming on holiday last year. I um I did GI Joe Retaliation like you said. Silver I, Surfer. Sorry, yeah. GI Joe Silver yeah. Surfer. I'm prepared to rebrand it. GI <laughs> Joe, don't fear the Reaper. Yeah. Um, and I played uh, Cobra Commander in it, and like that's like a legendary bad guy in comics. I mean, there's so many dribblers that love this Cobra Commander guy, and it was first day of, of holiday, and I'm walking, I'm playing, I'm on this golf course filming, we're about to do some shots, and I walk past the group of extras, and there's this like 40, 50 year old bloke, and he just goes. Cobra Commander and does this like Cobra Commander suit that was a little too close to like what they were doing in Germany in like, the oh, 40s. Yeah. Like this, I, it was obviously <laughs> he something from the comics crossed. or whatever like that, but it was like, and he just like stood up and was like at attention, like Cobra. And I was like, oh, uh, yeah, bro. Like, uh, did you salute back? No, it was, I was like, I just gave him a thumbs up. Oh, thanks, bro. Like, appreciate it. Like, because I had no idea what he was doing, but I thought, oh, it's obviously. G I Joe thing, but yeah, this is some sort that was, of. That was probably the gnarliest interaction <laughs> with it with a with an extra I've had. They're out there, bro. But I will t- tell you one really like this is actually a funny story from um from home and away days. I was doing this scene with the legend himself, Alf Stewart Ray Mar. Yes. Mm. Also for the P's and d's, great bit of trivia. Ray Mar played 5'8 for Queensland under nineteens. Queensland rugby. Get fucked. Did he really? Good rugby player, right? Is that union? right? Rugby union. 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 Yeah, good player. Strong really? man stone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Captain yeah. yeah. the shit. Yeah, you yeah. can but he's also I mean, like... you can't steer Summer Bay through the tumultuous couple of <laughs> decades it's been in without having some wherewithal. Yeah, yeah like, that's Without, steer, that's without, Earthquakes. without <laughs> steering a team around the paddock. No, you're right. Um, you're right. But we're in we were doing this scene, it was a Friday Arbo, one of the last scenes of the day, and we're in the surf club or something, there's a party and and Ray's got to like drag me out because he thinks I've spiked the punch literally I think that was the story <laughs> <laughs> and so he's got to like grab me by the car alright get out come of me, here come yeah. here you
0: scallywag <laughs> and he's dragging me out
2: and it's Friday Arvo it's hot and like some of the extras are getting a bit you know they're just like talking Tully. a bit between scenes and, and once someone starts talking you know in a small room once someone starts talking other people start talking it just becomes a cacophony of noise yes. and so it's kind of hard to organise everything and at one point Ray just got kind of sick of it I'm standing next to him for this and Ray's like watch this and he blasted the extras oh you shut up like <laughs> oh, we're trying to get out of here and all you got to do is be quiet and we'll be out of here in a second oh, and everyone fuck. is just like and then Ray's come back to me giving me a wink yeah that was that we'll get out Ray, of here in 10 Ma. minutes and I was like Ray you are a legend Ray would not he he suffer like, fools
0: after that long but that's it like he, he didn't
2: he didn't like blow up at anyone it was just this kind of the ADs couldn't get the handle on it and the only person in the room that could get the handle on it was right is the yeah. former 5'8 Queensland under exactly 19s. and he goes look I'm going to make sure that everyone you know and that was that was actually a really one of my greatest memories from it. Fucking actually. right, it was still Ray be, sure got there'd still
1: it. be dribblers out there telling that story like yeah, yeah Alf yelled at yeah, yeah, mm, scared yeah, scared yeah yelled at me yeah. one day when
0: <laughs> when when
2: Alf went nuts at us because we were a bit loud.
0: Um. So then obviously home and away, which was uh you know an unexpected start. Then it was kind of straight to Movie Town. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. oh, you know what? Before but not movie- just, not oh, no. just movie oh, no. town. No, 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 no. It wasn't straight to movie town. Oh, no. dance academy, ABC. Let's talk about that.
2: Let's <laughs> <laughs> touch. Let's touch. My, a- <laughs> my. Uh- my, the high point, yeah, yeah, yeah. The absolutely. High point yeah. Of the two episodes I played in, in Dance, dance Academy.
0: Academy, what was your name? You were like a bad
2: boy again, weren't mean, you? What, remind dance, me, what was my name? remind maybe, the Ps and
1: Ds what Dance Academy is, because I'm thinking Dancing with the Star. No no, 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 this, no. Was, this a, was
2: a scripted drama on ABC, <laughs> co-financed by a German production company. I think it was huge in Germany, but basically this like group of kids they go live at like one of the like p1 or 2 down at uh, up the other near the bridge in yeah, sydney yeah. and it's a ballet school like a dance school and they all it's the interaction of them in this dance school um, and i they asked me to be on it i was like i don't really dance like i'm good thanks and then so i came in and played um, a mate of a kid in the dance school who was a bad influence okay. like this guy had come True, from this guy came from the him away from streets from the world of dance this, this yeah, guy had yeah, come yeah, from yeah, the yeah, streets yeah, yeah. and he kind of like broken out of that he's like no i'm 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 a dancer now and i had lines like what is this ballet yeah. and like yeah. let's go rob a servo <laughs> and like you know stuff like that i had a skateboard obviously yeah of course uh, you did vest, did, you, did you
0: end up dancing
2: no no oh, no
0: no. no.
1: so you weren't dancing. you weren't but was was there a scene at the end where you've come around and maybe you're clapping you go to the end
2: of yeah i think i literally did like two episodes i can't remember i think I think I eventually said like, "Yeah, I oh, do whatever you want, mate. Like, all good. I believe in you." I can't remember yeah, right. honestly. Oh, but in nice the same though, time, a nice sort of character. There's, a, arc. there's an equal amount of chances. I said, "Well, you're not my mate again," and walked away. Yeah. Like I couldn't. I couldn't. It tell was you. a long time ago, couldn't the dance academy it. days. Yeah.
0: So then to movie town. Yeah. Which was pretty, again, pretty quick after. Yeah, real quick. So what I was thinking, I mean, like just in terms of the acting world, especially once you sort of like are doing movies, the obvious thing that people might think about with acting is like you know it's it's good remuneration you are paid well but the experiences you get to have on films like the shit you get to do and some of the stories you've told us we well, that seems to be almost as good as you know anything else and the first one you did was monte carlo great rom-com for the p's and d's um Selena
2: Gomez, yes, Leighton Meester, Leighton Meester, but but, uh, but Leighton Corey, during the late uh, Corey Monteith. the late Corey Monteith, who was one of the one a great great bloke and was very sad to hear his passing. So big up to Corey, Peace up great to, to Corey.
0: But, but uh, Monte Carlo, like literally the title of it's
2: Monte but Carlo. Was,
1: but this was Leighton during Justin uh, fame. and like then also season
2: three four got like mid, like right in the middle. Yeah,
1: yeah. And then Selena Gomez during Selena
2: Justin like, Bieber. Like, no, fame, this was right? just before that but selena was still huge she just come off her her show on disney and like massive yeah massive yeah
0: and then you just get to film in some of the dopest parts of europe
2: yeah i got to go i i remember one thing because i was playing rugby the year before that and what like kind of got me in a home to say yes to it i remember i was kind of i started playing footy when i was three i played like three years of under sixes and then just played all the way through and footy was my life and i wanted to do that but I remember having this like moment of realization, like, oh God, look, if this all goes really well, and I, you know, with, with, with a lot of help and, and luck become professional, then then I, I won't, I'll be h- here in Australia for the winter time. And I won't see a European summer till I'm like 30 something and I retire. And that was kind of something that kind of, at an 18 year old, my eyes were just opened after leaving school and you're like, oh, there's a bit, maybe there's a bit more to like life. Maybe I want to explore a couple of different things. And then yeah, six months after that, I was, getting paid to go to Europe for the summer. And I went to Budapest and Paris and Monte Carlo and had the time of my life. I couldn't believe it, I couldn't believe it. But talking about like remunerations on that, when you're starting out, you get you get a, you get a good, you get a decent chunk and it looks big because you're 18, 19, yes. 20 years of age. Yes. But there's no guarantee of another job. That's like, you it, have right? it's no idea money. when your next job's gonna come. So you kind of like, you just got I just like lived off the smell of an oily rag anyway. Yes. And that kind of, that really saved me because I can see how if I was, you know, I'm lucky that I. am lucky that I didn't go. Oh, you beauty! I got this cash, and no. I didn't go blow. I didn't go buy watches or anything stupid. No, I, got, I would buy
0: all the watches. <laughs> I love watches. All the watches. All the sunnies. All the shoes, and I'd be broke within a yeah. week.
2: Um, but yeah, going to those places was that is definitely one. Like that's actually one of the, one of the best bits about the job. I've been able to go to some psycho places and do some amazing ridiculous things. shit. Like, and and I mean, but the trade off is. I'm alone for like I, you know, I've been by myself for yeah. for ten years of my life, and I've missed important milestones in, in in both of your lives. I mean, I'm so glad I was here for this one. Yes, with the, uh, the that was baby. one that would have killed me. The stars I did align. The did stars still align. And for another uh friend of the show uh sam carter's wedding last year which was amazing yes
0: rugby world cup hero, sam Carter. World cup hero that's sam correct
2: Barrett. got to see that wedding
1: but but that's i think that's what's that missed, missed like a lot in the acting world is like you know people would look at you and go oh you fell
2: into it which you did but yeah. you also worked off. like well, you,
1: when did you move to la when you were 19.
2: i just turned i i did monte carlo when i just turned 20 and then moved yeah by yourself, a couple of months after like that year, living in a strange yeah.
1: town yeah. where there's it, it's transient. There's not many people. Like, I had there's no, no idea what yeah, I'm doing. And people, have, none, are, none of your boys of are over there. I had no there's idea. There's a lot of, a lot of fucking yeah. strange people in LA. Let's call it for what it is. Yeah. There's a lot of weird people over yeah. There, yeah. there who have like an odd demeanor, and they've just got. And you can
2: fall into like the wrong stuff. You know, you can like you, you can get distracted. But like, what is it that you actually want to do here? And I don't. Know. The thing about not knowing anything about what I was doing mm. was that it made me. Like, work hard because I was just too terrified because I didn't know what yes, I was doing. Yes, I'm well, like, see. Okay, I really got to like This is something that
0: here. I wanted to say, is, or like, wanted to bring up as well. Just And you sort of touched on it anyway, but like, you've been doing it for 10 years now, mm. and there's never a guarantee you're getting another job. We sort of have, have spoken about this just even sort of with your, the f- sort of sports stars or whoever we've had on here, but like, dealing with the inherent anxiety of lack of
2: job insecurity. Mm. Is there anything you do? You just kind of got to try and roll with it. You've got to you've got to accept it. Like I mean, it's it's what you've chosen to do, and there's, I've been fortunate that I've you know I've been really lucky in the thing. But but luck is what, do they, what do they say opportunity and preparation meeting right. Yes. So you can have all the luck in the world, but if you're not ready for it, it's kind of useless. Um. So I've just tried to in my times without a job, try and talk to people that I value their opinion. And go, well, what do I need to do for the next time I'm lucky? And just tried to do all that stuff and 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 and, yeah i mean that there's so much luck involved in life in general but yeah that that time i i mean it's what's the longest time you've had between jobs like where where
0: it got where it got hairiest
2: um so so just before so i i I saved all my money on home and away right i managed to save like every week i'd save a huge chunk of that money i put it away and i'd have a bit of money to spend on the weekend and I was out of work after home and Away. I did like a couple of episodes on Dance Academy, as we said. Um, Fantastic episodes. Uh, uh, the best, I think, that yeah, they've, had. they've had. Critically um, acclaimed. Critically acclaimed. <laughs> and then, um, and I was just getting to the point where I was like, it was, it was maybe a month or two away from looking like I was getting a real job, and then Monte Carlo came up. So that was probably like the gnarliest, yeah, like the, the closest it had been. But after that, it was, it was, yeah, I just knew that I had to preserve, and then one came along and yeah i mean the longest i've gone without a job i mean more than a year i don't know if it's more than a year because the thing is like you get attached to projects and they you've got to film they don't come they don't come through and yeah. so they're always kind of there i, I maybe a year, maybe a year or just, or just under is there one you under. were
0: that you were like real, real like that you were super close to and then didn't get that you were like fuck like it blew up is uh, right?
2: I've actually been lucky that way like there's there's not one that I've missed that I was like ah, I'm filthy at that yeah right there's a couple that I got really close to that that were, that were kind of big and, and all that stuff but I wasn't it didn't kill me it yeah, didn't right. kill me I was on like, to the next one I mean that's that's one thing I'm really lucky that I learned early on is that it's it's got nothing to do with you it really doesn't like you could do the best you could be the best actor in the world but you're just not right for it and yeah. it's just you've got to accept that it's so much out of your hands, and just if you can walk out of the room or the, out of the audition, going, mm-hmm. "I did a great job. I did the best job I could." Then that's all you got to worry about. And yeah. Then you work, and then you forget about what you just did, and you move on to the next one, whatever it is. Yeah. But the amount of auditions, I, I've only got point zero 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 one percent of the jobs that right. I've auditioned for. Yeah. But
1: so do you do you audition a couple of times a week?
2: Not a couple of times a week now, but I used to. Yeah, it used to be like bang, 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 yeah. bang. I used to like just just put everything out you could. Well, realistically, of the amount of people on the planet that act, and it
1: would be well into the tens of millions, right? How many people can pick oh,
0: and choose like their the, own jobs? Well, it's what, like the one percent. All yeah.
2: actors are employed. Well, yeah. A, if, if you're working, if you're your name's not Leonardo DiCaprio, like. <laughs> but even like even the big ones got to audition for the big ones. Anne Hathaway had to audition for Les Miserables.
0: She won an Oscar. Yeah, but Leo, I imagine, would not. I think Leo
1: walked in though. No, I, I think like Leo. To be,
2: goes, and, uh, Leo does. Leo doesn't does whatever that. that. Leo marches to the beat of his own drum. Leo does that, but but still like. If, if you want yes. one, like you, 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 you gotta can. Hunt yeah, him. You, you got to hunt them. Like you
0: got to go do it. So we're talking about the uh, like crazy shit you've got to do, mm. right? And I've been, I was lucky enough to tag along for regrettably oh, yes, only two days. That. But when you were doing, um, there's a good story there. When you were doing, uh, fuck, what's it called? Point, called point, point Break Two, Just the better Point Break. Point break. Just Point yeah, Break. Yeah, Point Break. Um, we got to go to uh, to Tahiti. You were filming in Tahiti. we got to go see Chopu, which was outrageous yeah. it was phenomenal it
2: was like the coolest thing that's gonna was ever. Laird
0: Hamilton Laird yeah Hamilton. could you just it talk, talk about that like uh, yeah that was wild. that was epic
2: that was one of the coolest days because you're a surfer yourself. oh yeah I, I, so I grew up in in freshwater Sydney's northern beaches God's country um, yeah, manly. and I yeah manly and then um, I surf like every day of my life and Laird Hamilton's my hero Bruce Irons they're my heroes you know I had posters of them on my wall growing up and I got to this point in, in Point Break where we're, we've got to film in Tahiti. We've got to film at Chopu to get this wave. And so for the first couple of days before that, um, we were doing all the kind of stuff that we needed to do around the boats and, and, and all that stuff. So we didn't have much, We didn't have any swell, which was perfect because we couldn't have big swell to film this stuff. But that stuff was me literally like sitting on the back of a boat, led Hamilton rocking up, like going, "Yo, you ready? And like throwing <laughs> me a tow rope and me just going, yeah. And just like going off the back of like... <laughs> <laughs> and just like having a great, great time in paradise. And then we got all the stuff done and we heard the swell was coming on a, I think it was coming on Wednesday, Wednesday evening or Wednesday Thursday morning maybe. Like at, at one o'clock this swell was going to hit. It was going to be like one of the biggest swells in a couple of years. And I've given Tom a call because another mate of mine, it was just I, get, I kind of got one ticket that someone could come and visit me like return and fly back and, and just come and see me while so I am So you're comfy? Film. Yeah. The, well, yeah it's, it's like a it called? Companion. companion ticket. Probably like
0: more so. for a lover, but unfortunately at <laughs> yeah. that time, yeah.
2: you know. I well, you're a Well, well we're, 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 Yeah, we're, we're dear friends. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Dear, and, dear and, friends. Yeah, Who love, like, yeah, yeah. love each other. Who love each other. And, you know. I'll
2: and uh, <laughs> and so I give Tom a call a couple of days before. I was like, mate, you need to drop whatever you're doing and get on a plane and come to Tahiti because there's a, like, 30 to 40 foot swell about to hit Chopu and we're gonna be there for it and we're gonna watch the best surfers in the world play rodeo but they also kind monster. of
0: shut down the wave they like, shut down, yeah like, so like, it was like, they were like yeah. we've got the film crew has got like the wave yeah. for the day so
2: basically what happens like when there's this big swell around the world everyone's on the internet and all big wave surfers they like yeah. get on planes and they go they get there in a day to surf these things and they put out a notice on surfline saying like hey Point Break is filming, so like, don't bother going to Chopu for this world because they've got it for this day. How do they get away with that? They well, well because like, okay, so there's a local bloke there called Raymana and he yes. runs the <laughs> Who, uh What's his name? King of Chopu. Ta- yeah,
1: King of Chopu. Like- King of Chopu. You, have you seen him on a wave? Raymano. Like, this he's motherfucker, would he be 50s, 60s? Oh, yeah. And yeah. he has got such style on these absolute fucking mammoth waves. Yeah. Like 20, see- 30
2: foot dredging under like six inches and he's just... Because he it's grew crazy, up there. Bro. He lives he lives he, yeah. on the water just king down Chucks, the road. And he used to bodyboard him before anyone had ever surfed it. He was like he would go up by himself, paddle out there, and just by himself and just like bodyboard and then he goes, Ah, I'll start surfing him by himself. And then like people started finding this wave. And anyway, he's just the king, Raymond, and he's the loveliest dude you've ever met in your life. Mm. So anyway, I called Tom and say, mate, this swell's coming. Get on a plane. Here's the ticket. Let's go. It's gonna be massive. Tom arrives, I think he arrived about eleven o'clock in the evening, about Two hours before the swell hits, and I'm staying up on the cliff above Chopu, and it's all like tranquil and peaceful. And then about one o'clock, we had a couple of beers, and then one o'clock, we just started hearing the rumble you can hear it, it as it hits the reef because it's a foot and a half, yeah, day yeah, yeah, on just rocky, razor sharp reef. And you just heard it, and boom. it was fucking crazy. Oh my god, this is gonna be huge! So we get up the next morning, maybe six ish.
0: No, I think, yeah, Luke, I think there was. I feel like it was the next... It was, I don't, it was the you, next it was, morning. Yeah, it was the next,
2: was the next morning. morning. Yeah. We got about six in the morning and like got down to the boats and we're getting there and they've, they've surfed a couple of waves and we get on one and we're in the boat with um, Mark Healy who's like a yeah. huge big wave surfer and a, and a big free diver and, and spear fisherman and stuff like that. And we're going A waterman. Out, a waterman. Yes. And we are sitting on this boat going out through the channel and he's just looking at Tom and I and Mark like our faces are... We are lit up like the top of the Christ. <laughs> like, we are just so psyched. And Mark just goes... You psyched, man? I'm like, dude, I am beyond psyched. He goes, this is the greatest show on earth today. (laughs) I went, oh my God, you're absolutely right. He's like, dude, Moulin Rouge, Broadway show, Thunderstorm in Africa. Guy's playing surf rodeo with this thing. It's the greatest show on earth today. I'm like, September, whatever it was, 2014. Yeah, literally, that was the coolest thing that happened. That was on planet. planet, earth. planet. Yeah. On planet Earth that day, and we were there.
1: And you can sit in the channel, so you're we're, right next it, to the right, Dude, there were,
0: we're times right where you were like, oh, we might actually get toppled by this fucking thing yeah. coming in.
2: And as we're going out, so as we're on this thing out, Laurie Town has caught a wave, and he was dressed as me. And he's got this West Bowles come in, and it's completely wide. Now, he is like the best oh, surfer out there. Right. So so they he, like he's one of the best there is that's why they got him and a uh, west bowls come in and it's closed out on him he's got absolutely decked yeah and he's had a like two wave hold down and he's washed up in the lagoon they've picked him up and put him on a jet ski he had two fingers of coal pierce his like neck under his jaw he broke his jaw and he was knocked unconscious and had two wave hold down and then he pops up and they put him on the sled And he's like oh, are they wearing vests yeah, he yeah, got it. But, he's but wearing two. Was, they're wearing two vets. That was
0: like what we arrived That's to. That's what we arrived was to him was Like him laying like, on a boat, bleeding, and we were just yeah, like, Yeah, oh, like it was quite. Oh, and, like, and they're like, and he's like, can I go back
2: out? And, and they're like, no, nah, mate, we're firing up the chopper. You're getting. You're going to Puppy Ate yeah. like yesterday. And so they get him on the thing, fire up the chopper, and he flies to Puppy Ate, goes to the hospital. And they are like, that is the. Whoa. This is insane. We get out there, we sit in the channel, and it is. It's front row seats. Like, talk about the steepest stadium in the Southern Hemisphere, <laughs> West. This is like you you rise up and you think it's going to get you but because it's so deep there but and it's it's sheer vertical kind of underwater mountain mm. and then it hits the reef you get these moments where you come over the top of it and you look down into the pit and it is it is just immense and then the sound of it it's like a monster yeah there was another hectic moment that happened that day where obviously we've got all the water patrol guys and all the water safety dudes like led by brian Kilana, who's the best in the world and one of them, so when when a wave goes, they kind of sit behind the wave as it breaks and crumbles, and look for the guy if he's if he's stacked it. Yeah. So one of them got a little too close to the chaos, and literally this, it looked like a hand of God grabbed the front of this jet ski and just pulled it underwater, a full jet ski with a bloke on it, and it just disappeared in a blink of an eye. And we've gone, what? And then they've all shot themselves, and they've all gone in and had to find this guy. But a jet ski just. Disappeared in the blink of an eye, like some like a god yeah, grabbed yeah. it and pulled it underwater. And you're know, like the that insane power. amount of power involved. And and you know we're sitting in the in the channel, just like floating, having a swim, like be the big pontoon with all the surfers. Billy Kemper, world champion big wave surfer, yeah. Dylan and Tom also water, look, not, like just Bruce but also but
0: also like the hottest women you've ever seen in your life <laughs> floating in the water. Yeah. You're just like. And again, me being you know one of the girthiest men in the nation. Yeah. I'm sitting there just and you, going yeah, like...
1: Uh, yeah, coming off the back of a Bathurst winter.
0: <laughs> a, long, a long, long, winter. And for
1: anyone that's been to Bathurst or spent time there, they're long. They're really, really long winters.
0: And it was just they start like because there were there were also <laughs> there were also there were chicks there for the movie so like okay. there was had to be like a gaggle of hotties on a boat when he's like doing something <laughs> of course then there's also just a gaggle of surf hotties like sitting on these pontoons that they put in the water where it's just like a floating square and people are on it and it's just like oh this is the coolest. Fucking place in the world, and I'm not getting in the. I'm not joining. Yeah. So I'm gonna stay on the boat here. I'm not gonna swim up to the thing. It's like, I like look like a seal that's popped up on the harbour. You know, you see something like at the harbour. Yeah. Like, did
1: you, uh, do you have, do you have the audacity to take your shirt off?
0: Oh man, I got in the water. Look, I mean, did I, did I, you know, uh, attract any onlookers? Not for positive, not for positive reason. They went, who's, who's Johnny Utah's gimp mate? <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh It was cool, the it was it was coolest fun, day bro. of my life. Yeah, dude. it was like, fucking cool. We're sitting in the water. The, the culmination of it was Dylan Longbottom and Bruce Irons. Bruce Irons dresses me. I had a poster on my bedroom wall when I was a kid growing up. They get—they're the first guys to like get two people in the barrel at Chobe. Did we're that seeing, happen? Was that the first time was we saw one of the it? the first time it ever got on film, like two people in the barrel at Chobe. Yeah. And we come out and we finished the day. It was just the most epic day. We go back up to the place I'm staying, which is just up the hill, and we just sink a couple of beers and watch the footage, so I became really good mates with the uh, VFX That's guy. Right. And so he had all the GoPros that we had and all the, all, cause he had to do all the VFX to like put my face on it and all that stuff like that. And we just went up to his room, staying in the same place. And we went up to his little bungalow room in the forest of Tahiti and just sunk tins. And, and watched, watched all the footage the, from watched the, the that And I had this moment, this little moment of this pang of anxiety and depression going to bed going, Sigh. My 24... And then I just see the coolest thing I'm ever gonna yeah. see. Oh, is, yeah. that <laughs> yeah. is that it? it? That is that it? Was that it? Like possibly, bro. Possibly. Yeah. Well, that's really But close. You know, what, but you know, what, you know
1: what, what? How many people got to see that? Yeah, exactly. Or like I'm how like, many I'm people like,
0: get to ever see something? More likely, the coolest thing I'm ever gonna
2: see. I feel yeah. like you've maybe yeah. been able to. Fucking, I If
0: anyone had anxiety, it's the guy to my left.
2: Honestly, to this day, man, I still. Uh, I've done. I did some other cool stuff on that on that show, and I've done some cool stuff since, but that was dead set. One of the, like just most awe-inspiring things you've ever seen. Like-
0: Could you just, on that one, because we were talking obviously, uh, Kobe Bryant passed away the other, uh, the other day, sad, yeah. chopper, all that, everyone knows what was going on, but we were talking the other day just about etch helicopter rides because oh, when you were God. doing this movie, Angel Falls, first, can you just explain Angel Falls and then your chopper experience?
2: Oh my God, yeah, I I actually got like really rattled when the other day when we found out Kobe died because, oh, God, what I did in Venezuela on that movie was oh it's terrifying like I I I'm, I don't want to get in a helicopter ever again like no. I I I don't like we got a few helicopters on that job so we were in places we were in like Cortina in Italy we were in Switzerland we are in Austria and we got some helicopters to get on top of mountains to do this filming and stuff and when we were in Europe doing that like it was they were brand new helicopters and if there was a cloud in the sky they'd be hesitant to take off right okay right. and then we get to Venezuela and they're like 30 year old helicopters cowboys they, dude 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 written. these helicopters we got there they had four different coloured rotor blades oh.
0: so like like cars with
1: different like
2: yeah so like oh, shit. Yeah, Bridgestone no, and uh, fucking and also you know, that's the bit you see Oklahoma, like, <laughs> that's the bit you see Yeah. what about the bit in the engine that I yeah, don't yeah. see like what parts is that it was just it was full on um, and we, we were going there and, and we we camped for two weeks literally below Angel Falls which is a kilometre straight up a I've, kilometer, a kilometer, three thousand feet. Yeah, one what? kilometer. I didn't know it was vertical. that high. It's a it's a giant like horseshoe shaped, seven hundred square kilometer plateau, and it's just rock straight up for a kilometer, and then the water comes out. It's the biggest waterfall. Hold the lodge. On, did you say seven hundred kilometer plateau? It's so it's this big horseshoe shape, that's... and it's a plateau, and it's a kilometer raised. But hold on, seven hundred? How how big is it on top? Seven hundred square kilometers. The total area. Fuck, of that's this plateau. huge. It's massive. So the other half of this plateau, is in Africa.
0: Oh shit. Okay. It's like some of the it's oldest ju- rock yeah. in the world. Yeah. Like right. it is
2: early Earth. Yeah. And. Oh, okay. So split? Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. When Pangea yeah. went sea up. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Nabra, I'm going over here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And. Big so It is. One of, the great uh, one of the great One of the
0: earliest <laughs> Nabras on record. Dude, it's an
2: Atlantic <laughs> Nabra. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, are ancient. Yeah, 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 they've been having it for a long time. Been time having them for yeah. Uh, um, <laughs> but yeah, so we're out there, and we would like there's days when we wake up in the morning, and the top of Angel Falls is completely covered in fog and stuff like that. Yeah, and they'd be like, "Yep, all right, hop in the helicopter." And it's like, "Hold on a second they didn't in Switzerland, they didn't want to take off. Like, yeah, no, but we're doing it, and this is an old helicopter, like cracks in the instruments and stuff like that. Like, was, oh, with you know, old mate Ricardo flying it. Yeah, uh, I right. don't know. And we—I remember—we go up a couple of, them. and so basically, because it's a kilometer straight up. The way you get up is you just like corkscrew and circle as you ascend in mm. this helicopter, and then suddenly you get high enough, and then you come down and land on the top of the of top of the uh, thing. And we are talking—you are landing. Twenty meters from the edge of cliff,
0: and just do you, I don't know if you said that before. I may, but like no
2: one's allowed up there, right? No, 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 no one's allowed. No one's up there. like never no, no allowed. No one's. Up it's there. a complete UNESCO World Heritage listed site. Like okay. you can't go there. Yeah. Um, so people impossible. have been butted up. Yeah. The only people that, that can oh, really yeah, people, go there are the locals have been greased. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> it's a local Pomone that like walk there, and it takes them three days to get up there to right, walk there. Right. Um, and so there were times when we come through this fog, and I'd be like, w-, like you don't know where we are. It's just complete gray out, white out. Yeah. And then suddenly ten meters to go you see the rock and you're like, Oh my god, you going, we're gonna land and then we'd land. Oh okay, I'm here. Now the next thing I gotta worry about is getting down at the end of the day. But two weeks doing that, um, and it was an amazing experience. I got to sleep- Up and down every day? Yeah, yeah. And like we went to Angel Falls and other, but then we went to a couple of other places throughout the throughout the the plateau and did some did some climbing stuff and there I got to stay one night on the top of the plateau in this and we had a local Pomona. One of the guys I was working with, really, really good friend of mine, made a made great friends with him um, Matias Varela, all-time bloke. He's a Spanish native speaker. So...
1: Punters and Drillers, today's episode brought to you by Good Day. Bang, Rosé on there, code Manly, 50 bucks off a case, pretty fucking generous if you ask me. But we love the punter and we love the dribbler and we're just like, let's get this vintage out there to the people that want it most. Let's get it in the
2: gullets of the nation. That's right. Gull it up. But with these Pomone guys and we were staying on the top one night and after the end of day's work, we got one of these local Pomone, which is I think the native language for people, like natives. And he took us around and he took us on a little tour for like an hour and a half, just walking around this sacred land to him and his people. And he's like, this, this is the Bear rock. And like, this is that. And like, just explaining everything to us. And I had my mate who could translate perfectly for because this guy mm. only spoke his native language in Spanish. Yep. And they had Matias with us. I was like, dude, you're saying this, 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 and this. And we just had the most amazing day. We came down later in the night. He's like, yes, we have to have a fire and like give thanks. And he's like, take, you got to take your shoes off. You got to feel this rock because it's like I mean this is like I reckon this is where Freddie got his stuff from like he got it from this guy like it's Earth. yeah yeah. We, <laughs> yeah, yeah right yeah yeah, yeah this, yeah, where sorry, this is where Freddie Billy got his stuff yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Earth. yeah we Earth. <laughs> it didn't come from anywhere no, yeah. it, it didn't come from anywhere yeah, exactly it wasn't it Freddy's came from idea ancient people in this ancient rock and like Freddie's been up there There's was something about it like you took your shoes off and you're like yeah, you it. felt like, something there was something there I mean uh, you know who knows to say what it was but it was a special special place and then I'll tell you what getting out of there maybe Luke plays Harbs for New South Wales 2020 Oh,
1: you'd like
0: to wouldn't you I mean,
2: this is everyone's dream
0: isn't it <laughs> i'll get a quick pitch yeah <laughs> and we're back um you've worked with some like absolute throbbers in mm. your in your time uh the no- most notable i think for me personally would be pierce brosnan a hashtag our james bond yeah uh vince vaughn the great and uh mel gibson as well mm. um the one I wanted to talk about with Piers, and again, this may be one where you go like, you're not allowed to talk about it, I don't know, but just in terms of like movie financiers and when you were doing November Man, and then you went and like caught up with, I don't know if it was one of the financiers of the film or if it was like the prime minister of fucking Serbia or something. And he was like an evil villain who kind of wanted you to come along to his house and kept referring to Piers.
2: Yeah, yeah, that was that's a good yarn. Um Funny, my parents had come and we were in, we filmed this. We filmed November Man in Belgrade. Mostly, we were in Montenegro for a couple of weeks, and then mainly we spent a summer in Belgrade filming this. And my parents were visiting me um, for a week or so there, and it was just happened when the prime minister of Belgrade of Serbia invited us to his residence to have dinner. Like such a weird thing yeah, to be invited. Yeah, you know what I mean? Straight, like, so it's like Pierce and the director Roger and myself and. Uh, the producers and, and Olga um, Kurulenko who's in the movie with us she came as well and then my mum and dad were there so they got to come we're, we're in the the president the prime minister's residence like essentially like the lodge of Serbia yeah and um, or curably house whatever you want to call it and yeah that was a that was such an interesting interesting Dinner, like, because yeah, we were sitting. Does there he have
0: any relation to the movie, or it's just more that there's this movie going on in my country? Yeah, that, and I think, I just I think that's kind of it. Like, and also, you
2: know, we're you know we're using we're shutting down parts of the city to film, and you know yeah. they, they've been really helpful and they were fantastic, and it was an amazing city. I I loved every minute of Belgrade. It yeah. was just awesome fun. But also, if you're in a
1: position whereby you can get James Bond, our James Bond, over for dinner. Yeah, you do. You that. do. Yeah, yeah, it you was. Do
2: that. It was. It was interesting because we were sitting there, and, and he kind of he didn't speak much English. To this guy, so we had a translator next to him, and, and it was kind of like the prime minister was sitting there, and to his left was like his bodyguard, and then it was me, and then it was my mum and dad, and then directly opposite on the table, it was a big long table. Directly opposite the prime minister is Pierce is sitting there, and and the prime minister like he just called him James all night. <laughs> <laughs> the entire evening, just Fuck called him James. On. Yeah, just called him James. And it was like, oh. And, and <laughs>
1: what? How, does, how does Pierce play that?
2: Well, like, <laughs> I mean, so cool. Because yeah. he is one of the coolest cats you've ever Yeah. Well, you need to life. be cool
1: to be Bond. Yes. yes. I mean,
2: he's one of the coolest cats. It's he's, to be he's, yeah, that's one of the things. He's, he's such a great bloke. Yeah. He's such a great bloke. And, um, yeah, it was just this this just surreal evening and dinner. And uh, uh, eventually kind of... Uh, he had some some musicians there, and um, it was like kind of a violinist and a and a and a guitar player and like a, a, a someone on the keys kind of thing. Mm. And eventually, kind of when we finished dessert and stuff like that, and they kind of they started playing some songs and they're singing some Serbian songs and stuff. And then, out of nowhere, the the the, the violinist kind of comes up and stands kind of right behind Pierce, and you just hear this. And we're just going. What is happening? And I'm looking over to my mum and dad. My mum and dad are sitting there, just like just they're just they just in shock. They're like, like where am I? Like what is going on? And yeah, and he played that and Pierce just sitting there just. Just being the coolest guy there yeah. is, just like wow, what thank, else do you do? Well, the jacket at some goes
0: you know? like He's not about to start singing. No, but he like, but he's like, Is this guy taking the piss out of yeah, me No, or I is think, it, and he's I just think, he, is he he trying like, to live out like his own it. bond like fantasy He, or he no, loved like so, it. Yeah.
2: yeah, it was kind of something in between those two, maybe a bit of both, a bit of Column A, a bit of Column B. but that was and then we started all like seeing karaoke was a really fantastic. We all had a great time. Yeah. But I do remember going to the toilet in the middle of that dinner and like walking out of the dining room. And then you walk into the, like the lobby of this house, and there was just dudes in like leather jackets sitting on chairs. And I was like, mm, "Where's the the bathroom?" And they just kind of like nod and point over there. Yeah, and you were in a Bond villain. Yeah, like, yeah, it was, like, villain film, it was like it was of... funny because like they're obviously like the security detail for the prime minister, but they they, they weren't like... in any official clothing. No, you know what I mean? Like they they're just bad guys. They, they just were dudes. Well, they're just dressed up like henchmen. There. Essentially, yeah,
1: your classic Bond henchman. But I'm not saying
2: saying they were anything like. But it was just this. That's how they appeared. It was it was surreal. That was the aesthetic that they were going for. Absolutely surreal. And and we were seeing that. And I remember my mum and dad just they couldn't believe it. Like they were just like, what does our son do for a job? This is some wild. This is crazy because this is what. Four years after I've like left Australia after Home and Away, and then suddenly we're having dinner with the Prime Minister of Serbia <laughs> with James Bond, and they're playing the Your Bond James thing. Bond, Our James, Our James Bond. Bond, Exactly, <laughs> Exactly, Insanity. It exactly. was like it was just it's just like this surreal moments where you're going like you're blinking, you're pinching yourself, and. Oh it was crazy. So it, that was such an
1: interesting dinner. Obviously Pierce is a real person in in the sense that he's not like James Bond he's a, he's a, he's playing a role. Yeah. Does he speak differently? Than
2: James than Bond. Than James
1: Bond. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Or he, has he got well, yeah, that he, suave sort of he's, he's demeanor like about the him?
2: Smoothest. Yeah. He's an, But yeah. he doesn't speak in like James Bond one liners. Yeah, yeah, of course like, not. No. Of he's, which his movies were riddled. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but talked <laughs> about that the other day. He's yeah. just he's just charming as as anything. Like really, one of the most charming and most lovely and like. down Dan, he's a fantastic artist. Like a really, really brilliant painter. Really? he gave me an amazing gift when we finished which is this beautiful painting called um, Aredo, uh, Aredo Macho Crying Man and it's this like you know like Dug. Latin kind of Mexican guy with a sombrero and he's got like this and it's such a vivid colours and it's like one tear going down it's called Crying Man and it's like here to Luke for November Man be bold be brave be great Pierce Brosnan 2000 and. and 13 or Hectic. it was. I was like what have you done crazy. with that I framed it and put it in my in pool my apartment yeah, it's in the pool room equivalent um above this yeah above this desk I got in my apartment but yeah got it framed and it just sits there perfectly I got this really nice beautiful frame for it and yeah yeah you did it properly I did it properly yeah, I did it absolutely to. properly and that's gonna be with me forever yeah, fuck you. Yeah. that's wild wild yeah that was that was but... such a day
1: oh my wasn't god wasn't there I remember there being a story that involved you and Pierce and a, co- a co- like a cocktail maker who didn't know how to make oh, martinis, yes.
2: and he fucked. He shot it at a glory. Oh, oh my god! Oh, this is one what? of the biggest. This is one of the biggest. The bed shit, ladies. Bed know. shits, but also <laughs> the other. There was something so alpha about this bloke. Yeah, that it didn't even seem like a bed shit. <laughs> like right. it was so alpha. So, like, I've, I've just got to Belgrade before we start the film and, and I've landed one day and Pierce has arrived the next day and he said, hey, let's have dinner and, like, catch up and get to know each other before we start filming. And so we have this beautiful kind of, we're sitting down in a hotel bar in Belgrade and this <laughs> bartender comes up and Pierce goes to me, like, what are you having? And I'm like, oh, I think I have a beer. And before the bartender's come up, Pierce, i mean, like, what are you having? He goes, I think I'm going to have a vodka tonic. I'm like, all right, sweet, yeah, no worries. The bartender comes up and... He what do you want? I'll have a beer, thank you. And for you, Mr. Brosnan. And Pierce goes, I'll have a vodka. A vodka. And this guy's shitting himself. <laughs> like, he's going, a vodka martini perhaps? <laughs> <laughs> and Pierce goes, no, just a vodka tonic, thank you. <laughs> a slice of lime. And the guy's like, okay. And he was like devastated. He, yeah. was, he All he wanted to do was make James Bond a vodka martini. Shake yeah. Him, and Fuck yeah. yeah. Well, that's all he wanted to do. So he goes back and comes back. So we do like this week of kind of preparation. We do costume fittings, do some rehearsals, go to some locations, all that stuff. Our first week of filming is in Montenegro. So we got this beautiful place in Montenegro, Couture, which is Walled City. It's amazing. We're staying in this lovely little boutique hotel there. We have our first day of filming. Long day, but everything goes off without a hitch. We get our day. Like when you're filming movies, like, all you want to do is like film everything you wanted to film that day. And if you do that every day, you're fine. Yeah. So we get everything done. Pierce has been trying to make this movie for like 10 years. Like he's produced, he's wanted to make this movie for so long. So we get our first day and we're about to leave this set. And he's like, Luke, we'll see you uh, downstairs for a drink to celebrate the first day of filming. I'm like, absolutely, mate. We'll see you down there. We go down, we sit down at the bottom in this beautiful little Montenegro and Old City. And This bartender comes out and Pierce goes, what are you having? And I'll have, oh, I'll have a, I think I have like a... A scotch on the rocks, I guess, or something like that, you know, something worthy of the occasion. And uh, I go, what are you having? he goes, I'm gonna have a vodka martini. I go, get out. Okay. <laughs> no. And he goes, Yes. He goes, actually, I really, really like them. Ooh. And like, but I obviously have to pick my moments when I can have them. Yeah, that's a tough and thing. Like, if you really like he, them like, he's like he's, like, he's like I I I started drinking obviously before I was him mm. and then I came him. I can't I really have to pick my moments. So but but I've been wanting to do this for long, like this is a we're celebrating. I'm gonna have one. I'm like, fantastic! This is awesome! You're kidding me! It's just me and Pierce sitting in the scene. I'm like, he's going, I'm going to have a vodka martini with change. It's yeah. great. And um, the bartender comes out, and he's this Montenegrin guy, and he goes to me, well, you know, what would you like to drink? I'll have a Scotch on the rocks, thanks. And for you, and he, this guy like couldn't be bothered, like yeah. really just couldn't. And Pierce goes, I'll have a vodka martini, please, very very dry. And this guy just looks at him and goes, not okay. good. And he walks back in. We're sitting there chatting. A couple of minutes later, the drinks come out and puts a scotch and the rocks in front of me, and then in a martini glass, sure. But it was this orange thing, and he puts it down in front of Pierce, and Pierce just kind of looks at him and he goes, "Excuse me, I, heard, I, I, believe I ordered a vodka martini, very dry." And the guy just goes, "Mediterranean sunset." And Pierce goes, "Yes, but I, I, I like a vodka, like very dry vodka martini would be great." And this guy says, "I don't know how to make that," and turns around and walks back. <laughs> and I just sat there and going oh my god <laughs> Pierce! like you've just this is the only bartender in the world that isn't over the moon yeah. to, to serve make you a... you a vodka martini <laughs> and also how hard is a vodka martini yeah. Jesus just google it oh yeah. my
0: god you're a bartender you're bro don't google it just google it know bro. how to do it, it
2: was, but I like how he's just he subbed it out bo- for a bo- fucking bo- Mediterranean bo- sunset yeah. or the fuck it was couldn't be
0: bothered and just going like that'll yeah. do. And that'll couldn't do. Care,
2: like, couldn't care. And I've just, I've, li- I've just laughing. Like I couldn't stop laughing for ten minutes. We, just, we both had a really good giggle. There
0: would way. be some flare bartenders, also, those yeah. gimps that spin cocktails. Who yeah. would be like, one of their great dreams, if they had like a vision board for their life, would be like to make a vodka martini for Piers Brosnan. Oh, that's I mean, and this allowed...
2: guy's just tossed away the opportunity. But like also to like to off, have like the guy the week before in Belgrade. That's all he wanted. That's all of, he wanted exactly. And like and 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 to have to make him a vodka tonic. It's so (laughs) So close, so close. It was that was that's a that's a really that was so funny. I I don't think I laughed that hard. Do you ever do you ever yarn sport with Pierce? Did like is he? No, I uh, I mean his mum lives near Wimbledon. I know that much. Um, So like we talk a bit about that, but no, like Pierce shout out to to mum Brosnan, yeah, yeah, shout out to mum. Just lovely. Um, But he's more more of an artist. Like he like he's he he, honestly he's like just the sweetest, most charming guy you ever met. Lovely bloke.
0: Well, onto probably the one that when I found out you were going to be working with him, the most excited I've ever been for, like, holy shit moments, is Vince Vaughn. Wedding Crushes, one of my all-time favourite movies. Who, for the
1: P's and D's, playing along at home, these two fuckers across and next to me... All you seem to do half the time is quote quote are we that's a, there's that
0: that's many a fucking lines in that movie you can live quote, your life by like that movie. you can live your life by it, you the entirety by of that it. film yep yep and so when you were working with Vince, we were like holy shit dude yeah wow all time um what's vince like
2: Vince is Vince he's double v double v it's him like he's 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 really sweet as well like He's someone you could yarn sport with though, wasn't yeah, he? Yeah, he loves his sport, loves his sport. So this is a great yarn. When we were, when we were promoting Hacksaw Ridge, it was the World Series, right? And Vince where's he Bourne's- from? He's from Chicago. Okay. And it, the Cubbies were yeah. in the World Series. Yeah. And they hadn't won since before the war when some guy brought a goat to Wrigley Field and you weren't allowed to. And they kicked him out with a goat. And the guy goes, You'll never win a World Series. And it was like that. There's curse. a curse. I and think, that's the curse. I think it was like
1: 96 right? years or something. It,
2: no, like, I think the Boston was like the curse of the Bambino was Boston when right. they won in 04 when yeah, they yeah. traded Babe Ruth, uh, babe Ruth yeah, to the, the New babe York Ruth Yankees goes, and they yeah. never won until yeah, yeah, yeah. 2004. But this was some guy brought a goat to Wrigley Field, got kicked out because he couldn't bring a goat. And then they'll like, and he cursed, and then he cursed yeah, yeah, the Cubs, right? Yeah. So they've been so close so many times. They're the Cubbies, man. They're like one of the foundation clubs in there. Mm. And we were watching the World Series, so I got to see the a couple of games against the Dodgers, like to get into the World Series. And then we were on the press tour, so I watched every single game of the Cubs World Series with Vince, except the one where he went to Wrigley Field and did the seven inning stretch. And that's like then, where he sings. That's that where you sing, take, take me out, out the, the ball, ball game. With? And so, but I was with him it was the last day of our press tour and it was the final game I think it went to seven games and uh, D or that P's and D's but we were, <laughs> we were I was with him and to be in the same room with Vince watching his his dear Cubbies win the World Series it was epic like and I learned so much about baseball watching that with him because then all the other people that were in um, on the tour with us like Alan Nero, our publicist like Mel and Vince and I are the same publicist and he really knew his sport but that was epic. I learned so much about it. Like it's it's a technical game in that way, and, and I see how, I saw more of the similarities to cricket, where it's like he's gonna throw a slider here. All right, this guy's no good with the curve. Yeah, like, this yeah, yeah. So there are, there training. is far more nuance to the yes. balls delivered oh, to batsmen or the really, situations, yeah, yeah. Or... and it's and it's high pressure, dude. Like yeah. to be an all hall of famer baseball hitter, you have to you have to get on base three out of every ten times. Yeah. You're on the mound. Yeah, so you're on you're on the plate.
1: Were you were you during this stretch did you have the audacity to try and sell him on the greatest game of all test cricket? Like was that Oh, there, absolutely. There are times where you're like, mate, if you, you, you like baseball, you like, like this, mate. <laughs> I, oh, yeah, I got sort. something for you. I, I got tried, something for I you. Tried as, I tried I tried You put like Paul
0: Kelly's dumb Bradman song <laughs> yeah, like? Yeah. Like, just listen to this one.
2: <laughs> just <laughs> like, hey,
1: getting up 2005 like Ashes highlights. Yeah. Oh, Vin, like, yeah. you,
2: you got Forty-five minutes because I've just got this YouTube video of Ricky Ponty's greatest runouts. <laughs> Actually, the greatest, every one of his runouts. Every one of his runouts. You got forty-five minutes? Um, no, I talked to him about it, but we, we got a, really along with sport as well. He loves his hockey, he loves his football, he loves everything. But
0: how was he when? How was he
2: when the Cubs won it? Mate, he was like, he was in shock. Like, Did he cry? Was, I've, i look, I'm sure, yeah, it was something like that. But he was kind of in shock, like it was this moment it happened. He kind of didn't know what to do. We're in this, we're in this hotel room in New York, and he's like. Oh, like his brains melting! Like yeah, it was it was so amazing.
0: Probably like the forty-nil Manly Sea. it was win, pretty close. But like, obviously, I mean, I guess Beaver we scores win, the last try. We win sort of every well every decade, so it's not as probably shocking it? for us. Well, no,
1: but it's like it's like us, a team that wins every decade on the decade. Yeah, going, getting our decade going, win. But yeah.
2: going but going without. Yeah.
1: For, for and like getting to like the
2: world. ninth year of the decade and having to win that one. That's why it was great we won 2011 because it's like well, exactly. now we've got we now so we've got a free pass, which is probably pocket. why they're gonna. 2020, I feel like, so. yeah, yeah, we're oh, like 2020, God. 2021, we'll I get another one really, in there. Look, and... look, we look, Tez has got him fired. We're just going to slip under the radar just yeah, yeah. That's Just it. like yeah. we like it with our plastic patio chairs. No nonsense. We're a home brand team and we don't yeah. need all that fuss. We're a home brand team, but we're, I'll give but but we're, team. Like we're a home
1: brand and black and gold rollouts exactly. of the great products <laughs> exactly. in, in, in supermarkets even, around this great nation. And wh- what
2: do those, those companies do? They get it done. Yeah, That's yeah. it. They do as mate. They made. get it
1: done. Yeah.
0: They're consistent. They're reliable. They and, do what they say. Yeah. Here we're, is a fucking Tim Tam-esque yeah.
1: business. Oh, do, do you want chocolate choc chip ice cream? Here it is. <laughs> Here it is. Do you know what I mean? Forget the fluff. Forget the fucking...
0: <laughs> yeah, forget the weird packaging Yeah, yeah, but like, you know... The pageantry.
1: There's people out there flogging fucking choc choc hip, chip ice cream, but it's there's fudge in there. You yeah, know what yeah, I mean? They're, 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 they're... Bits of cookie. You no, know, no, yeah, no, yeah. No, 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 no. That's no. what I asked for. No, 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 I want a choc chip it. chocolate <laughs> ice cream. That's, that's superfluous. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's
0: It's excess bullshit. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. So, but Manly... Well... 2020 on route. 2020 route. Uh, Year of the <laughs> Pun of Dribbler and the Seagull. I've got to ask.
1: So, Mel what is how does he identify so he's obviously American that, that grew up in Australia and has spent a lot of years back in America does he how does he view Australia does he view, view it from the lens of like it offered me it you know it raised me oh, look I can't or does did you, like did you get in those conversations well I had a little like the thing about do you his, know what I mean like does he say how fondly does he speak of
2: the greatest Australia. nation well, of all time well his his first wife is Australian <laughs> yeah like they met when they were quite young early 20s I think Every one of his kids, except um, the last two, were born in Australia. Mm. So, he had this big property, I think, down Victoria, South Australia way. And every one of them, they don't have American passports. Really? Oh, shit, really? His first, like, seven, eight kids, like, they're just Australian. They're a great Seven, guns. eight <laughs> kids. Yeah. Fuck, he's got yeah, a few. He's got yeah. a few. Yeah. yeah. Um, but he, he loves it. Like, I mean, it's I, the one thing he, li- he likes how we work. The one thing that, we, that he always talked about was how there's, like, no nonsense to the work down here where it's, you know, everyone just pitches in and if you need to move a C-stand, you're not worried about, like, you're in the wrong union. Yeah. Don't yes. touch that yeah. If you need me. to,
0: jackhammer a bathroom, you just fucking get exactly. a jackhammer. You, exactly. You, know, you, just, you, you put your hard head on you know
2: and, and <laughs> you put your high-vis
1: on and you turn on that
2: 4G on and you fire up YouTube. You fire up the YouTube and learn how to jackhammer. And you get it done. More importantly. Exactly. You do it. Yeah. Do it. But yeah, you know, I think that's kind of how he sees it in a way. I mean, he... I think it's always like a big part of his life. I think he moved to when he was maybe 10 or 11 and yeah. he spent, you know, until he was 20-something, so... He went to NIDA and shit, I think, didn't he? Yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I like to think he's Australian. I, I
1: think we, we all claim, still claim him. Yeah, we still claim him. i yeah, all, claim I'll him I'll for claim that. For sure. Yeah, I mean, I mean he's spent his he formative years here. Yeah. Well, that's what I'm saying.
0: Our Mel.
2: Yeah. Aussie I just, Mel.
1: I just sort of wanted you to turn around and say that Mel goes, it's the greatest country on earth. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. And yeah pulls up his... And I love New South Wales and I love... I love Manly Seagulls and I... Are absolutely we, adore them. We've night. got it, Hugh
0: Jackman as a Manly Seagull in yes, terms of like your, yes. your all time Hollywood throbbers. Yes. Yeah. Hugh's on Hugh's, board. Hugh's, well, Hugh is One, on of, board. The one Hugh. of the great
1: thespians. One oh, of the great
0: thespians. What,
2: the quadruple threat? Like is he the, pr- is the, yeah. is the is a preeminent
0: Lift weights. Oh. Is he the preeminent thespian? The preeminent thespian. Oh. Entertainer, I think. Yeah, entertainer. Just like the just
2: thespian's cutting it short. Yeah, it is. He's an all rounder. He's an all rounder. And also, from everything I hear, I've never What, I want steroids? Oh, great-
0: yes, yeah, yeah. well, and Sir, could it, could it, could easily slot into the back row yeah. currently at fifty two, and and from all I hear, one of the all around great blokes. Yes, never heard a bad word about him. No, mm. um, well, to get back to some sport yarn, because at the heart and soul of this podcast, despite the fact there being plenty of dribble around. We are sports based, Eddie. That's fair, isn't it?
1: Well, that's the backbone. It's it's the foundations on which the, the podcast was built and the punter and the
2: dribbler. It's double
0: and fuck. Yeah. That one dribbler's gonna be upset by that. Um
2: <laughs> <laughs> It's gonna be really grating that I that was one of the all time dribbler hotlines was when the bloke used the word grating to describe your but, it was but you fantastic. know what but you know what's happened on the back
1: of that oh
2: it's just gone is he's, the, he's, is he's, the
1: he's hit the he's hit the, and the dribbler, yeah but but the, the dribblers have taken it to another level every time it, they yeah. call in on the dribbler hotline they throw as much gusto behind <laughs> the end and you know what
2: i hope that this guy never i hope this guy always finds it grating but accepts the fact that he's done something great for the
0: podcast. Yeah, that's it. He is
1: now intrinsically linked to Mate, we weren't doing it because we knew we were doing no. it. We were just doing it because it felt right. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. now it's a thing because he's made it a thing. He's made it a thing, so it's actually worked against him in yes. a lot of ways. But, but he's I like the podcast. I like to think that it's it's warmed. Yeah. I think it's I warmed in. I think, yeah. it's I think it's so. It's like I mean, he might like it now cuz it's, like, like, it's, it's like
2: it's gonna... like I didn't love oysters when I was younger. Yeah. Now I yeah. love.
1: He's his palate has
2: matured. <laughs> his linguistic palate <laughs> has matured oh my god <laughs> that is some uh, oh, that's A-class what... dribble <laughs> uh, oh. Oh, it's not so wrong is it no no, you're no, 100% right wrong at all. that's why it's A-class dribble how
0: do you consume uh, the greatest games both summer and God, summer and winter sport mm. when you're over in America
2: how do you get around that oh yeah that's huge that's huge for me I'm lucky I'm lucky because like most of the most of the summer for God's summer game, I'm back home here in Australia at least for four weeks or so. So I get a couple of tests in. One of my all times is 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 paying homage to the Godfather at the City Test. Yeah, we um, don't. It's
0: just the God. We don't obviously. He's
2: It's, he the, Godfather. it's the Godfather. SCG. I kiss the ring and, and have a great couple of days. Not I like day two and three. It's always yeah. a good yarn. Yeah, moving day and yeah, you, know, you always you're gonna see the boys bat and bowl. That's it. You time, want a you want a nice want both.
1: and obviously um pay your respects to, to the, the, late, the late the late McGrath. Oh, absolutely. Of and, and day 3. Absolutely. It's mate, it's one of the great sporting oh, events fantastic. in the world now.
2: It's fantastic. There's a, there's a certain They're
1: doing it they're doing it at Lord's now. So Edge oh, Strauss's that, wife who passed away from She did they do so they the, red doing one, the red the don't they? day I believe day 2 something, something like that. It's great. Red they do red day. Yeah. It's fantastic. Love it. So it's a movement, mate. Yeah. Which is great.
2: But I also I also live by the um when I don't quite make it home for a couple of tests ABC Grandstand. I mean, you can't get wrong. I mean, you The, cannot du- the dulcet go wrong. tones of Jim Maxwell. Jim Maxwell. I mean.
0: I'd like Jim Maxwell to read me bedtime stories. Like, oh, if we could get him, like, co opt him for a couple oh, of books and if, just have him in the air reading you.
1: If you Audible know, haven't approached him to do some
2: books, then they book will. Work. They will now. If Audible haven't approached him to record every and any cricket-based book that Mm. they have on their brain then they've then they've 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 dropped the ball they've they've
1: failed miserably and whoever's in charge needs to be taken out the bat and And whipped
2: publicly
0: Whipped publicly (laughs)
2: or shot Um, and then for God's Winner Game I have found the Watch NRL app and this has saved my life Mm. it has saved my life so this is uh, a fantastic app where you can watch anywhere overseas I pay I think it's 100 bucks or so for the season, no I get, I get every single game, all state of origin, all finals, oh. uh, everything like that. And You don't have to use a uh, one of those fucking. No VPN. No, no, no. no I watch yeah, it anywhere no VPN, I am. Yeah. I watch it in America. I watch wherever I am in the world. I get yeah. to watch it. I get Fox League Channel live or on demand. Oh. every show live oh. or on demand. I get KO minis of every game. Do so, you really? So if if I'm waking up a little dusty on a Sunday bounced. somewhere in the world, a little bounced mm. on a, somewhere in the world on a Sunday. And all I need, and I've watched the man, the game. I've watched this get up, and the only thing kind of on offer that I haven't like watched highs of is like the KO mini of the uh, let's say let's say the Gold Coast Titans versus the West Tigers. Yeah, probably the best way to enjoy that. That's game. a fantastic KO mini yes. when you're bounced on a Sunday on yeah. the other side of the world, watching your own rom coms. Oh,
0: exactly.
2: <laughs> 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 but yeah,
1: well, rom coms are rom com. Rom coms
2: are rom com. That's I mean, true. You can't get past that. But um, yeah, that's that's really saved my life. It really. I has. didn't know that really they has. had that on offer because I
1: was always under the impression it really that it was like VP. Dude, I used World to have to. Yeah. I
2: used to have to like find dodgy YouTube channels that would put up highlights that would get taken down in like thirty minutes. Yeah, mm. to be just it immediately on. It, it was it was a struggle for me, and I had to like, you know, state of origin time. I would yes. have to like. Because you know sometimes it's like 3 in the morning mm. it, Especially if I'm in Los Angeles Grand finals, state origin That's 2 o'clock in the morning There's no bars open They're all shut nah, right. So I'm sitting there finding some strange stream On my phone Or like wherever it is To try and just hear the dulcet tones of Rappers Ray, Warren yeah. But now I've got Watch NRL app And I just load up I was in uh, Where was I for game 3 The Decider this year And I was up and about I was in Berlin and I had one of the great games of rugby league one oh, of the great games of rugby one of the great league great games. and I'd done everything I could to bounce myself out for it but <laughs> I was up and about and I had every bit of blue that I had in my suitcase on my person perfect and I just looked it up hooked it up to the TV that my mate was staying at I, he had Apple TV it was just it all worked out perfectly technology and these and days. it's midday and I'm in Berlin and I am going bananas <laughs> watching one of the all-time New South Wales doing it Queensland on Queensland. Yeah. Oh, that well, that's was, it, that was, that's the turn of the
1: tide. But ju- we have a good, we've got a lot of international listeners. So just so they're Shit clear... Of them. where of where, If I want to watch, or they want to watch, rather, NRL from any part of the globe... I believe
2: the app is called, and I'm just going to do a quick Dior, because this no, is absolutely. Is really this here. is almost a public called, service. This is a live Dior public watch service. NRL app. There you go, partners. It's people. a little, like, blue and green. It looks very much like the Fox League channel logo. Yep. That's it, and obviously uh, cricket Australia live. That's the other one I do. Perfect, so, yeah, perfect. That's it. But so, watch NRL app. It'll cost you a hundred bucks or so. It's a no brainer, mate. No. mate it'll I would pay
1: I, honestly, and I'm being honest here. If there was some sort of paywall in front of State of Origin games, I'd pay. Four, five hundred bucks. Yeah, you, you get a
0: bunch of blokes together. you oh, have absolutely.
1: To. It's a main event. Yeah, so if you're getting yeah, it's a main event, but, but it's more than it's that. Nice, <laughs> it's it's a lot more <laughs> than that. You know what I mean? It more it's than our that. main event. There's so yeah. many main so events. So I'm, I'm putting that to a factor big. of six or seven. Well, so I'm, if you're I, getting all of that for a hundred bucks, it's a fucking no for the Three set of Origin games a year.
2: That's what thirty something bucks every day of the week.
0: And then every you get the so it's a three state of origin games. You get every game of the season. You get KO you get minis. You get
2: access to, access to Fox League live and on demand. Fuck. So every single hell. every single program they have once they have so you get the Matty
1: Johns show. You get every, NRL three hundred and sixty. Matty Johns oh, podcast.
2: No. I get uh, Professor's late hit if I have absolutely nothing. to watch. <laughs> 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 oh, it's
1: all up, Professor.
2: I, I get I get highlights. I get uh, I get uh, interview post game interviews. Mm like the oh, full post-game interview, Phenomenal. Interviews. When I need to see Dez run his hand through that golden, the golden hair. hair and just tell him how the boy's done good and played hard, yeah. I get it. That's fucking brilliant. brilliant. Have you, uh,
1: what do you like in, in terms of converting Americans to, you know, to State of Origin, for example, which we know is like, a, it's one of the great contests. You always yep. hear these stories of, of Yanks coming out for, for whatever reason in the country, they go to a game, and they're always blown away. Is that something that you've, you know, gone out of your way to do, going, like, let's say you're working on a movie and, and falls at State of Origin yeah. time, you like, Matt, you need yeah, yeah, to yeah. watch yeah. this yeah. contest yeah, because I, Converted
2: a Canadian um, holiday, the guy playing um, Emma's brother in it. Okay, Jake, there we go. J- his name's Jake Manley. I was like, I really Fuck like Fuck off. I really like him. Yeah. Um, great bloke Shout out to Jake You're definitely not listening but No but, Well he might be dude well, Brother yeah, yeah 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 I wouldn't I would whoa After I explained, that back. After I explained <laughs> State of <laughs> Origin to him yeah. He's listening He yeah. um, might be Converted him He loved it um, He got into the banter Straight away So I told him about State of Origin I was like, Big game coming up I walk into my trailer For work one day And just printed it out is the Queensland Rugby League logo on an A4 piece of paper oh, and great. it's just like I'm like you've got it you you've understand it. Yeah, here you go now. you're in and also you're wrong yeah, but yeah. you understand, <laughs> yeah. but, you're you're the understand. The ballpark, but you're in the ballpark but, you know, yeah, you yeah, but he's you're in the but he's trying yeah. his heart out. he's doing his best yeah, yeah. yeah. I've shown a couple people that and like they also think I'm bananas when I watch it because I mean we go
0: well, we can't help it. We can't help it. It's, you can't help it's, it's, it. It's, it's, not it's something in you, bro. It's intrinsic. It lives yeah. in it's you. intrinsic. It's a visceral sort it's of intrinsic. reaction.
2: I was lucky enough when I was 11 years old, I got to play for New South Wales in rugby league and beat Queensland. There you go. So it's part of me.
0: I've played as New South Wales on the rugby league game <laughs> yeah. and I've beaten Queensland. It's part
2: yeah. of me. Yeah. But the one thing that I do like to try and convert the Yanks on, especially the Yanks, is God's summer game. Have and to. I, I had a... Look. They don't get it. I had, I had half a rugby league skin full and I was talking to this one bloke about it and i came up with this just tirade this like two and a half minute just spiel on what cricket is test cricket test cricket yeah and the person like next to me once i finished was like you need to write that down (laughs) i understand cricket now i just went on this whole stupid dribble about not stupid a poetic diatribe this whole dribble about how it's a man in armor, a knight in armor standing in front of a castle, having rocks catapulted at him, yep. and he's got a Which is what it is, and and that it's a that it's the game that England taught their soldiers and officers to go and conquer the world, and all the unwritten laws. I just went on this whole dribble, also
0: that it's laws, not rules. That
2: laws, laws, not rules, and that there's so many unwritten ones as well, and just all these things. And this like American was like, "I'm gonna watch some cricket man. Yeah, you got it's it. Like, yeah. Okay, if i got one of them. I'm happy. Have you got five days? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Because you'll need them th- you'll That's need one them. thing i do That they just Man What does it go for like a week? I'm like almost Yeah essentially almost. Yeah a
0: working week yeah, yeah. If you're lucky week, yeah. If you've got time off
1: But yeah But we, what you've got to understand Yank Is that after <laughs> After Melbourne Cup in Australia Everyone sort of shuts off Until Feb 1 You know what I mean? Yeah yeah So we've, we've got start, five yeah, days To sit season. around yeah, yeah yeah
0: Well 25 yeah, Exactly We've got 25 full days To do five But all. we've got five in a row Yeah Dude,
2: when, was, it, was it against Was it last Ashes When they all went five days? And we had literally twenty five days of test cricket for I a summer. I don't know. I can't remember. I think it might have been. Uh, I think it else might We should have been. celebrated it. I, they. We did. We. I remember commenting up on it. We were like, "We've had twenty five oh, days of test got, cricket."
1: We I think. I think we. Yeah. We. We certainly got very, very close. We had twenty five days of test cricket. The
0: full. I could do shebang. with thirty. I could do with another test if I'm Dude, just being selfish. I could do with
2: absolutely another test. And you boys dribbled about it the other day. Move the November one. November. The one at the start I, I, of November. No, but I the do week. like the November. Just add another one. Add let's another one. Yeah, because I look,
0: I also understand that you want to start with the Gabba, which can always still happen. But you can but... still
2: move it back. Yeah. yeah.
1: But also that's like... Because sometimes they're throwing one in like early November. I'm like, come on, come on, come on.
0: But it's a what good little doing? like, hey, guess what's coming up? Summer. It's a it's a nice little like it's leg opener of to the summer.
1: But there is a period, P's and D's, just sorry that I need to hamper on about this, but I do need to. The Australian Open tennis, let's just throw uh, a date out there. Like the 20th? No, but, no, but it's, let's throw, it starts... Fourteenth, fifteenth, sixteenth, seventeenth, twentieth. This year. right? Okay, but like it could yeah, be fourteenth. Yeah. Depending on what the Monday, fourteenth is 14th's about the earliest, yeah. right? There is there is time for a test in between the Sydney test and oh, the Australian Absolutely, Open. and there's there's days on the clock. Like we did a podcast, there was nothing to talk about during that period yeah. of time.
2: Well, that's and that's also because we had to go to India and play the one day, which is shocking in, which, it in of itself. Which if we had a little like one day thing, look, I get up and about that. I mean, some of the great moments in cricket. Bevan beating the West Indies in the last ball. Do you know I was at that game? Really? Yes, I was a young fella. We'd been to the races, my mother and father and I, mm. and I was a young fella. And we were like, we came out of the races at Randwick, and we we're like, oh, well, let's go see the cricket. And we went to the cricket for a little bit, and we we're getting flogged. And we go, ah, oh. Dad goes, ah, oh, we'll beat the traffic. We'll get out of here. And we're listening on the radio home back to the Northern Beaches. Oh no! And we hear that they're going to do it, and that Michael Bevan hits a four straight pack past the bowler to win the game. Oh, shit. And we're like, we left at least
0: it. we were there. Yeah, yeah. At least we were there. Yeah. I mean... Almost, I was... The story's almost better that you missed it. Exactly. I mean, yeah. Brushes in, with Lane, in, right? in terms Fiddle. of... Fiddle. Yeah, brushes, 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 brushes with, with Lane. Yeah. I had a
2: Brushes lame. with Lane the other day. Walked past Steve Menzies in the course of Manly. Oh. yeah. Was Fiddle. he looking good? Ugh. No
0: Fiddle. one's ever looked fitter at his... Uh, He's time. in the... F- mate, he
2: looks bigger now than he ever did. He's
0: in comeback, Nick. And
2: I just,
1: you know, I just like nodded. Steve. I mean, look, if you think for a second a guy that's played more than 500 games of first grade rugby league in Steve Menzies isn't prepared to put his hand up if the state ever needed oh him. God. Like he's, he's that sort of guy. Be back he's in a if we
2: lost Zero and Joel, guess who's playing number 11? Beaver. Yeah, yeah
0: Beaver. on a dollar contract. Oh, oh, mate, he'd pay us. Yeah, exactly. No, he'd he'd pay, pay the club. He'd pay the club. He'd pay the club. Look... He'd shoot out the hill. If you've got anything else to... Uh, I, just wanted, I just wanted to ask this.
1: Now like obviously I've spent fuck all time in America like I've, I've visited a handful of times right but I've never lived there like you have our sporting culture is obviously quite fucking dominating right like as men particularly we, it consumes us right a lot of the time is it, is it what's it like in America is it similar in that sense that sort of like overwhelming need to just talk yeah. sport constantly and
2: what do you enjoy okay so I the thing about America and sport and their like sporting culture which is huge which by is the it's way. non-stop yeah it's non-stop so there's an there's basketball baseball and hockey that play three games a week yeah like it is always on yeah. except there is they they play one game a week for 16 weeks and then it's playoffs right yeah it's it's just constant there's always something on and they bleed into each other mm. you know it's it's that's the crazy bit like it is there's no there's no but, there's no rest there's no, there's there's federal, no, rest. There's no, every, no But not even every that night. it's like
1: okay because like, we've got rid of the Monday game there's no Mon- there's no rugby league monday tuesday wednesday and there's no yeah. and there's no in afl america, monday there's tuesday on, there's no like, afl every night.
2: either on monday Tuesday, wednesday there's literally a sports drought for 3 days of the week yeah. like almost half the week but in america there's like not really a downtime yeah. it's constant um it's great though like there is this there is this i feel that it's a bit diluted that way like it is. The, well, there's almost too much. It is, it is almost too much. There's some things, okay, well, I can't really keep up. Like, I, don't, I can't really keep up with the hockey. Like, I can't really keep up with the basketball. But the the one spot that I do love, I do love college football. Mm. I love college football. I'm a huge Alabama Crimson Tide fan. Roll and tide. look, roll tide. Um, and for anyone out there, all the dribblers and punters that uh, think they know that I'm just a bandwagon guy, actually, when I first moved to Los Angeles, when I first moved to America in 2010, I lived with someone, and when I moved into the house, he said to me, do you like college football? And I said, yeah, sure, I like it. He goes, do you have a team? I go, no, I don't have a team. He goes, yes, you do. You live in this house? You go for the Alabama Crimson Tide. I went, absolutely. So we've just kind of passed Am I am like I correct in saying that national like, championships col-
0: college football is almost bigger than the NFL in terms is of like attendance? Bigger? The stadium's well, there's bigger? More, there's more yeah. teams. Like I think fi-
1: I think Dior punished it, was, but I think five of the biggest stadiums in the US are oh, yeah they're all yeah the big house oh, in Michigan shit. Bryant Denny the Alabama
2: yeah. stadium the horseshoe at uh, Ohio State University yeah. I mean the new, the new Texas Longhorn Stadium is yeah, about massive. It's, it's huge but the thing is as well like there's places so Alabama right college football is there's two teams in, in the college in Alabama there's the Alabama Crimson Tide and there's the Auburn Tigers and they're also called War Eagle hmm. um, they are so big and everyone in Alabama loves them so much so they're both, is, in, they're, both they're both in Alabama? They're the, they're the two Alabama teams. There is no professional team in Alabama. There's no room. Because everyone loves Auburn or Alabama oh, so much. And, oh and if you shit. think of Alabama, they love football. like More you, than anything. More than anything. But they don't want a professional team. They've they, got the Crimson Tide or they've got War Eagle. Yeah. And the Iron Bowl, when they play each other, it's called the Iron Bowl because it used to be played in Birmingham, which was a steel town. Oh, It's called the dumb. Iron Bowl and it's over the Thanksgiving weekend. It is epic. Biblical. Oh, it is biblical. Do you know who went to Auburn? Bo Jackson. Cam Newton went to Auburn Cam Newton went to he Auburn and he won the championship exactly. with Auburn exactly it, Mark Ingram
0: didn't he just get he just got out like uh, the in terms of like the greatest season by a quarterback was just the LSU that was, that was Joe, Burrow's Joe, Joe Burrow That was he just took him over dirt. though because Cam Newton was like the yeah. one who'd had like this Joe Burrow had and an then amazing season Joe Burrow season, was a bit dude. of a journeyman first, of sorts the, and the only college
2: game I've been to is an LSU game Louisiana State University in Baton Undefeated Rouge. Undefeated
0: fucking season. That was huge. Won the Heisman. Yeah. Yes. So like, won yeah, the national massive, championship. Massive. They, they reckon Came, greatest
1: yeah. season ever by a football yeah. team and greatest individual season
2: yeah. ever in yeah. the history of the game. Yeah.
0: Now, I don't follow... And they always say... He like, looks like a knob. I'm just going to say. Nice. No, help it. He's I, just, I haven't never heard, heard him interviewed him. so he could be a good guy but you he can't looks... Get,
2: you can't not get about him. But they reckon that forevermore he'll be able to walk across the bayou. Like, yeah, I mean, what yeah, right. fucking mean. So, so when I went when yeah. I went to <laughs> yeah. LSU, I went to Tiger Stadium. Who knows? Who knows? No, hopefully, <laughs> it means a lot for Joe. Yeah, oh, it's huge. Well, he get he'll huge. get drafted, right? Uh, absolutely. I don't, yeah, I think this might have been his last he's year. Pro- he's, yeah, so yeah I think he's he'll, get, he'll be number, number one. one. Like, absolutely, he's number gonna go to. He's one. probably gonna go to the, I think the Bengals or the Browns. I think the Bengals maybe. Um, who can't take a trick ever? Um, but I went to Tiger Stadium one time. The one time I went to a college game. Is college football ridiculous? It is epic. Epic. I was working in New Orleans. It was 2011, and this was. I went to Baton Rouge, and there's about a 45 minute drive. You just drive through the bayou, and then you take a left, and there's a 90 thousand person stadium. Jesus Christ! And you walk in, and there's trumpets and shit. So there's 140 thousand people outside, and there's a 90 thousand seat stadium. And then when everyone goes in, there's still 40 thousand people. That's that tailgating outside. thing. Yeah, which yeah it's which the tailgating is just, thing. Well, the boys the were saying thing. that when they went to Texas you to, uh,
1: to Austin, they were like. You know, there's three hundred thousand people tailgating, and then there's a hundred thousand people inside. There's still two hundred thousand yeah, people outside, outside,
0: and they and
2: they got pop up tents and generators with crazy? plasma screens. And, what and are they they just they just want to be there. They just want to be there. It's just the vibe. That's where you go to watch it. And That's I heard this I heard this great quote when I went there, and it was like uh, I was I went with like a season ticket holder for the for the Tigers. His whole family's gone to LSU, and it was really really amazing experience. And they told me this great quote from like another. SEC, which is like the conference, Southeastern Conference, which is the best conference there is. If anyone tries to say that there's no better conference, then they'll, they'll be whipped. Yeah, they'll be whipped. <laughs> but the one coach from the SEC, they asked him in a press conference one time, what's the, hardest thing, what's the hardest thing about playing at Tiger Stadium? And he goes, well, first of all, you can smell the bourbon on the field. <laughs> <laughs> and there's no alcohol allowed in the stadium. <laughs> Holy shit! Nuts. Yeah, like they don't like you. Don't sit down. Like it's four hours and you don't sit down. I will say
1: this though. I will say this. Having never been there? I can say, one hundred percent, that it's no Brookvale. No, look, it's no no HD line. No HD (laughs) line. a (laughs) Sunday afternoon, Sunday, March fifteenth against the Storm, four p.m. Fading light.
2: I've been. Do you know what game I was at for the Mighties? I was at their greatest ever comeback against the. Penrith Panthers this is oh four oh five 4 Dior but we came back from like 31-10 down and it was when BK was bringing us up Ben Kennedy and it was wow like, what a signing and it was just Vitamin BK yeah <laughs> get a bit of Vitamin BK India yeah um, that was an epic game and I was at it I was yeah you were there 2004-2005 it was an all time all time win I think there's a great YouTube video of it when Jamie when Killer he bombs to the corner and we like score in the corner and rabs. His call is, Manly gets up, Manly gets up. They'll say, yeah, and, like, yeah, that's the yeah, win. Yeah. And like, and Jamie Soward's going nuts and all Dude, that stuff. Dude, I
0: remember that game. I think I was at that game, but I that was that wasn't two thousand four. No, no, that no, was, that no was later. That, that was, late. was, like, was like that was oh, like five nine, yeah. six. That was more of a recent game. I think. Like, no. I reckon that's even tensish. No,
2: no, that's not 10s-ish. Soward.
0: I guess he played pretense. Oh,
2: maybe, no, but he, I know he, you mean- well, he, well, he won the grand final with the Dragons in 2010. Yeah, I'm just thinking anyway, when, it was when Lyon was that. at
0: Manly, though. Lyon wasn't at Manly until t- 2007, I reckon. If I was to just Ooh, do some mental deal. anyway. But still, I know the game you're talking about. Go it yeah. was an absolute semantics. Arc- it. Semantics.
2: It was a great Manly. Win. It was a famous. It was a great famous Manly win. Manly win.
0: Uh, now, we've uh, we ask all our athlete friends this. Yeah. Of which we have a fuckload of athlete friends. Well, uncountable. It's a, yeah, it's a, innumerable 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 uh, what'd you get in the beep test my best beep test yeah and
1: be honest
2: I'm gonna yeah. be brutally honest with you
1: don't put cream on don't no I'm not you, gonna put cream don't on the top. you put mayo
2: um, on this beep test I would test. love to actually look I'd hate to do one but I'd actually love to know well
0: me and Eddie probably need to
2: get a beep test out at some let's point let's get one out I'd love to get one out but what was it look I think I was in the Fourteens or fifteens. Ooh, that's impressive. It's I was at Fourteens or fifteens. I never, yeah. like, I never got like crazy, but I was definitely up the. We'll up be up doing that. Like. we we'll have to do it. We'll You're I, in mine was, trouble. Mine was twelve five. No, I, I, I know, I know that I was, I was actually long distance. That's thing. Fifteen one. Do we yeah. believe that
0: punter's dribble? Would I put cream on? No, I it's guess. unfair. <laughs> Not Am dis- I in the business of telling fibs? You're not the business of putting cream on, but maybe in beep test you are. I don't but
1: know. in the, we'll but see. when I was doing that, those rowing years, that was okay. Big engineer, big yeah, VO2 capacity. Yeah. Would I get above 10 now uh, on a miracle of prayer? <laughs>
0: <laughs> maybe. Could you imagine what I would get? <laughs> Fuck. Oh my god! It'd be uh,
1: despicable. Uh, uh, you walk the
0: first six. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> Is seven maybe? I don't oh know.
0: shit. Oh. Um well I don't think there's anything more else to cover That's here. I barely, think we've we've covered it uh you know, top to bottom, yeah. left to right, yeah. East to holistically. west. Holistically. Holistically. Uh I Look, guess there's nothing else to say.
1: Thanks for coming in, mate. Always good to catch up. Uh,
0: loved having we have had John before, right? But, that but was it was like yeah, that I think, that,
2: I, think I think that one's been lost in the East.
0: I think that has been they're lost not live. in the ether. No, they aren't live. They're the they secret episodes The secret tapes. Yeah, you had to have been there. You had to have been there for it. Was it was
2: like Woodstock. Yes.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Mate, uh, um, I'd like
2: to thank the P's and D's, the punters yes, and the dribblers. You're rocking the uh, the Instagram. Hello Sport Midnight Blue hat. I'm now, we will say, he's a member. One of one,
0: and now it's yours. He's a member. So, thank you very much. So, uh, they uh, are on sale now, punters, dribblers. You can go get them. Link in the bio on the Instagram. Uh, Beers soon, Luke. Thank you for coming on, bro. Thanks, Thanks buddy. buddy.
2: Cheers. Cheers.
0: It's a Manly's 2020 assault on the Premiership.
1: Ooh, baby. Could you two just not talk anymore?